everything is rented. Your body, you don't just get a good body and you're done. You still have to go to the gym every day to maintain that good body. You don't just get a hot girl and it's done. You still have to work hard for her to always love you and respect you. You don't just start a business and now you're rich. No, you have to start a business and work on that business every day. If you take your eye off the business, it will fail. Everything in life is rented. So when he says glory is fleeting, he's also absolutely notly correct because glory is fleeting and you have to constantly and endlessly work for it and make sure that you never stop. Otherwise it will be taken from you. But obscurity is forever. If you never make a mark on the world, then you effectively never existed. Yeah. And when you're gone, nobody will care. The reason our father is discussed at length is because of who me and Tristan are. And the reason we will be discussed forever is because who our sons will become. And that's very important because you have a duty to your ancestors and you have a duty to God. So you must make a choice. And this is genuine choice for you people at home. Do you want to live in obscurity forever and be invisible and not matter and have an easier life? I would argue that it's not easier because in your heart and in your soul, you're going to feel guilty knowing you could have been something you're not and you have a duty to your ancestors and to God to be the best version of yourself. Or do you want to try your absolute best and struggle and suffer every day of your life, paying the rent for all of the amazing things around you? We pay endless rent. We pay rent for our bodies. We pay rent for our relationships. We pay rent to keep our kids. We pay rent to keep our business. We pay rent to keep our freedom. Every single day is work to pay the rent. It's absolutely never ending and you have to make that choice. So if you have a pen and paper in front of you, you need to decide, do you want to be invisible with a lower rent bill or do you want to be important and work hard and suffer to make sure that the rent is paid? It's a choice you must make and it's binary and you must be extremely dedicated towards the decision you finally make. It's amazing how life can be one of two spirals. It can be a downward spiral where you keep making a bunch of mistakes and you keep doing dumb shit and you end up at the very bottom. But an upward spiral is also very real. If you do the right things, if you're on time, firm handshake, train in the gym, good shape, try your best, make money, invest, learn, you know, get a good network, pay attention to people who you know are living the life you wanna live, like us or like anybody else. Perspicacious, indefatigable, uh, if you're trying your absolute best all of the time, soon your life will start to improve. When your life improves, you meet better people. When you meet better people, you can have more interesting conversations. You can make more money. You have a better network. You can go to new places. You can meet even more important people. And all of a sudden, you'll see that life can very quickly become an upward spiral. It's nearly impossible for people like you and I to now become broke. It's an upward spiral. We can't go poor. We know too many rich people. We can't not have good business ideas. We can't not fix problems. We can't not have fun. You can't not have good relationships with women. You can't not stay in nice houses. It's nearly impossible for us not to have everything we want. An upward spiral is also very real and you nailed it with uh, our friend here. Anybody who is below us and not on our level, if you really want to talk to us, you know exactly what to do to have a conversation with us. Become too important to ignore. We became too important to ignore. And it's you down to you now to become too important to ignore. If you have any kind of honor, inside of your heart, if you have any kind of respect for your ancestors, if you have any kind of healthy masculine ego, which you're supposed to have, not the ego which destroys you, the ego which convinces you that you're special for no reason, but instead the ego which convinces you you need to be respected and you're prepared to do any amount of work it takes to be respected, it's fantastic. That's a good thing. Having an ego you work hard to justify is a superpower. If you want to matter, if you want to argue with us or disagree with us on any subject, then you need to get up and get to work. That's the only answer. I can't imagine truly wanting to quit something and not being able to quit. I can't imagine. Like, I, when I talk to people who say, I want to quit smoking, I say, when? Oh, well, soon. But that means you don't want to quit. You want to keep smoking for a while and quit later. Like, I could quit cigars today. Like, it wouldn't even plague my mind. Like, if I wanted to quit, I'd quit. I, I can't imagine a, a mind frame or a 
mindset where I want to do something and can't do it. Right. So it's, it's, it's almost dis- difficult for you to answer that question because if you have that kind of mind, if your mind is so fundamentally broken that you cannot do with your own mind what you want to do, right? you know, like that, then you're, then you're just fucked, right? Life is hierarchical. There's always going to be kings and there's always going to be peasants. If you have a mind that you can't control, then you're never going to be a king. You're going to be a peasant. That's your life. You have a peasant's life ahead of you and that's your, that's your destiny. Enjoy. Right? There's always been peasants. That's life. But I, I believe that the most important thing you can do as a man is, is to gain control of your own, is to gain control of your mind. Once you have control of your mind, life is so ridiculously easy. It's, it's so ridiculously easy. It's so easy to be in. People say to me, Tate, you're in good shape. All you do is drink vodka and travel the world. You're never even home. You never even have a gym. How do you do it? It's ridiculously easy if you control your mind. If I decide to do a thousand push-ups, I'll do them. Maybe I have to do them one at a time. Maybe I'll get tired. Maybe I need a break. I'm going to do a thousand because I said I'm going to do a thousand. It's not fucking hard. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do. Once you control your mind, it's easy, right? Getting over a breakup with that bitch. You miss that girl. You're upset. You miss her with all your heart. Da, da, da. But once you realize she's gone, if you control your mind, she's gone now. She's gone now. I'm going to miss her. That's a shame. Off to the gym. <laughs> but like it, you, you either control your mind or you don't. And, and this, all of these things stem from the same problem. It's something you can do. It's something that is learned. It's something that is taught. But it's, it, it's something that I needed to survive. So for me, it's easy, right? It's all I've ever known. Right. But people have like, you know, they don't need it to survive, so they never develop the skill. That's just how it works. At the end of World War II, when men, seen, seen, when men went to Europe and saw unspeakable horrors at the end of World War II, did they all come home and need therapy or did they all come home and get back to life? Get back to life. Because, because that was, everyone was taught to have a mind that they control because they needed it to survive. There's no one else. That's, that's how life worked back then. Now imagine there was a war that big. Imagine the fucking therapy, the fallout, the fucking bullshit. No one would be able to fucking even just go back in. And I'm not, and I'm not saying they didn't see bad things. I'm not saying it's not hard. It's fucking horrible. But that's just how, that's how it works. That's life. Like I've seen shit. Like uh, we've all had our trauma. You have to get through it. You either let it destroy you, you or ever, let it build you. The world is hyper-competitive. If you're going to be a man who's going to sit and say, I'm just sad, you are always going to lose in competition to men like me. Yeah. And there has to be losers for there to be winners. I am tired of sympathy. Sympathy doesn't work for anybody. I'm not going to sit here and be sympathetic for people who say they're too sad to try hard and be their best. Guess what? Perhaps I was sad every time I did exactly what I was supposed to do and trained anyway. Perhaps I was afraid when I fought anyway. Perhaps I was tired when I worked anyway. This is how you get ahead in life. I don't have a fucking ounce of sympathy for these people who sit here and say, well, I feel this way, so I can't. Then don't do it. Stay down there. The winners are at the top, and the winners at the top don't give a shit about how they feel. We wake up and we perform regardless of how we feel, day after day. So if I'm going to ignore my own feelings, I'm certainly not going to take into consideration anybody else's. Why am I going to ignore how I feel and make sure I'm constantly performing regardless, flawlessly, and then sit and go, oh, but he doesn't feel good, so he's allowed to fuck up. No, you are not. You're not allowed to fuck up to your ancestors or to God or to yourself. You have to perform. This is how it, this is what being a man is about. The baseline of masculinity is doing things you don't feel like doing. I can't comment on being a woman because I'm not one. But the baseline of masculinity as a whole is the thing that makes a good man a man is that he does what he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to work and he works anyway. He doesn't want to go to war and he fights anyway. He doesn't want to get up. He gets up anyway. That's the whole point of it. We didn't want to die in the Titanic. Guess what happened? We died in the Titanic. You can't sit there as a man and say you don't feel like it. You're not allowed to not feel like it. You're supposed to do it anyway, regardless. So when a man sits there and says, oh, but you don't understand. I'm struggling with motivation. If you are struggling with the motivation to be a winner, then stay a loser. 
No problem. Stay yeah. a loser. Don't care. Because in my circle, there's no losers around me. Your energy is disgusting. I find it revolting. I don't like weakness around me, even near me. Even people coming up saying hello to me. If you're depressed, don't even shake my hand. I do not have time for losers on any regard. Winners only. Think about a superhero movie. A man is unfairly imprisoned in a Romanian jail cell and trained so hard he emerges stronger than ever before. That is a movie. You get to live a movie as a man if all you had was some balls. Even you, think about your movie. You're literally saving the world, predicting the future. Our movies, I'm the most Googled man alive. We are living movie scripts. Why? Because we have bravery. Most men sit there and wonder why they're depressed because you don't get to live a movie. You're not the main character of anything. You're not even a secondary character in anyone else's movie. You're an unimportant nobody because you were afraid your entire life. You've lived like a coward your whole life. You were afraid of what might happen if you have some balls. And then you wonder why you're depressed. I'd be depressed if I was you. Of course, your life sucks. I'd rather go to jail as me than live free as you. Because when you're free, you can't even do anything. You can't go where you want, you're broke. You can't have sex, girls don't want you. You can't speak because no one listens. So what are you free to do? You're more in jail than I ever was. When I was in jail, I was getting thousands of love letters from beautiful women around the world. Every single tweet I put out was watched by millions of people. I wasn't in jail. I was still well, free. Let's be clear, Most not millions, 50 to 100 million. Stop playing it down. 50 to 100, yeah, 50 to 100 million people, exactly. Most of these people who have lived with cowardice in an attempt to preserve their freedom aren't even free. And that's what they don't understand. They're enslaved worse than I ever have been or ever will be. My mind is free. I'm allowed to think what I want to think and say what I want to say. They have thoughts and they go, hmm, don't know if I should say that. They second guess themselves. They're their own worst enemy. Every single part of me is on my team. I have enemies who want me dead, fine. But every single part of me, my mind, my hands, my legs, every single part of me is on my team. My body doesn't second guess itself. My mind doesn't turn on itself. We don't break and self-sabotage. There's no civil wars inside of Andrew Tate. All of us against you, all of us. Absolutely. I don't believe men especially can learn any way besides pain. We talk about learning a lesson the easy way or the hard way. And I'll tell you something. We've all been offered chances to learn a lesson the easy way our entire lives. And guess what? We didn't learn anything and we kept doing it. I can, you could see it with its natural intrinsic inside of men. You'll see a man drive a car too fast and almost crash a hundred times. And he won't learn his lesson until he's crashed that car. We only learn things the hard way. It's only pain that can teach a man. Every single time something bad happens to me, that's how I see it. I see it as God teaching me to make me more wise, more formidable, a more capable opponent. And that's how you have to approach life. Otherwise, how else can I make sense of all the things I've been through? And someone emails me and says, this has happened to me. I'm like, good. No, what do you mean good? It's terrible. How else are you going to become important? How else are you going to find endless fire to get up and struggle in the face of the competition that's out here in the world? How else are you ever, you're going to do all that with a nice cushy life? If any man's honest with himself, think about the biggest transformative stages in your life. Think about the times you got the most work done. It was a bad part of your life. You were heartbroken or, you know, you lost a house or broke or whatever, that's when you did shit. When everything was fine, when the woman's still sucking dick, the, the mortgage is paid, dinner's on time, it's kinda doop-de-doop-de-doo, little by little, do a little bit of work, do a little bit of relax. But the big events come from trauma. This is it, so it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code to climb the mountain. So when I get a message from whoever, he goes, my wife left me, I'm devastated. I say, I understand. 
I completely understand how hard it can be to lose a woman that you've given your entire life to. And you've been done so many nice things. And then because of one thing you did, her innate and absolutely insane level of ungratefulness has turned her bitter and she now talks to you like she hates you over one thing you've done after thousands of efforts showing how dedicated you are to her. And even now that you're prepared to die for her, she doesn't give a shit about you. I understand that pain. But my answer is good. It's still good. Now take all of that pain instead of being And then you're going to become the kind of person that Hey, Andrew, um, so how do I get like a six pack quick? What's the best, fastest way to get a six pack? Why does it have to be quick? Why does it have to be easy? Why do you think life is all quick and easy? Why can't it be hard and difficult? Why can't you suffer? Because suffering is what gives it value. If everyone had a six pack and it was quick and easy, then it wouldn't be valuable, would it? If everyone walked around with a quick a six pack and they got it easily, then no one would give a shit. The whole point is that it's difficult to get. Value is linked to difficulty. If you want something that is valuable, you need something which is difficult to obtain. The fact that you just said you wanted it quick and easily shows that your whole mental model is fucked. You shouldn't be thinking about quick and easy. You should be thinking about hard, suffering, pain, going through it. That's what you should be thinking about. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because when it is done, then everyone's going to know that I went through something difficult. Why do you want it to be quick and easy? Don't right. you understand it how it defeats the mind? It defeats the mind is broken. It defeats the purpose. Your mind is broken. I understood that physicality is important. It's the bottom line, it's the final decider. It's actually kind of interesting that a lot of these tech guys and tech people, they pretend physicality doesn't matter and they make all this money and they own Facebook and Amazon and whatever. But eventually they end up doing MMA like Zuckerberg or taking testosterone replacement like Jeff Bezos. It gets to a point where you finally must accept the reality that your physicality and your mentality as a man are linked and you cannot be happy and strong in your mind if you are weak in your body. You need to have a strong body to have a strong mind as a man. There's no way to escape it. And that's one of the reasons why I preach so much about training, learning to fight, get in the gym, get bigger, get stronger. You will fix your mind if you fix your body. You should be as strong as you possibly can. If you put effort into the universe, I think it's Newton's, it's Newton's second law, right? Equal and opposite force. Mm. People always say, oh, I wish I had something to work on. You could work hard on anything. It can be the most jackass thing. You can work hard on, I don't know, fucking whittling, <laughs> whittling twigs. But if you truly work your ass off, it's difficult for it to have a negative impact on your life. Maybe you'll end up with an Instagram page, the best Instagram page on twig whittling. Who knows, right? My point is that it's very hard to find truly, truly negative energy that's directed in a, in a, in a semi-positive direction. It's hard to say, I'm working my ass off at X and it's made my life worse. Mm. You know, you're not, you're not doing anything and, and you're asking the question, hoping I'm going to give you some magical answer that's going to allow you to be motivated forever. But motivation isn't real. Everyone says this. Motivation is not real. Discipline's real. I do not feel like training, but I still train because I'm a disciplined individual. You don't get to go through life only doing the things you feel like doing. Do you know who gets to do that? Beautiful women. Beautiful women get to do what they feel like doing. As a man, you have to do the things you're supposed to do because what we said earlier is absolutely true. It's player versus player, my friend. Now, if I wake up, I've already got this massive head start over you in life nearly every genetic gift, plus all my finances, plus my network. And I wake up and I decide, even though I don't feel like working, I'm going to work my ass off. And you wake up way down there, peon, and 
you can't be bothered to work. What chance do you have against men like us? You don't stand a chance. You can't get the girl. We'll take the girl off you. We'll, we'll, we'll bankrupt your ass. We'll kick you out your house. You name it. You don't stand a chance. Now, if you're going to wake up and look in the mirror and understand that you're absolutely not only crushable, you're a rabbit and that lions exist, and that's not going to motivate you to do something about it, then you're a lost cause. And there's, there's no point in asking us a question. You know exactly what you need to do. If you want to stay killable, then stay killable. But I can't live that way. I would refuse to live that way. It's a disgrace to my bloodline. It's a disgrace to my parents who struggled to raise me for me to be anything other than the best version of myself. That's honor. I have honor to my last name and to my ancestry. It would be disgusting for them all to have fought saber-toothed tigers so I can wake my lazy ass up, jerk off all day, and ask on YouTube how I can stop being a fucking loser. This is down to you, my friend. And listen, you may be feel fired up for 10 minutes after this little talk. You're not going to feel fired up forever. You need to put systems in place. You need to get disciplined. You need to get a, a, a atmosphere of people around you who are going to keep you accountable and not make it easy for you to continue to be a fucking nobody. And then you're going to fix your life. Otherwise, you're going to stay a nobody. That's your problem. It ain't my problem.